Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple. Is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to to non-hunters that it's, it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name my is... Name. <laughs> Does my hair look okay? It's fantastic. My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. Braxton, <laughs> you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Hmm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. Like Jake Owen, you know, you're probably raised like with hunting in your blood, you know, from your father. So just describe growing up and what hunting meant to you, how your father you know, addressed hunting with you, just go from there. So I, I was always in the outdoors, but I wasn't necessarily in a hunting family, so to say. Um, I grew up at a kid's camp where we taught inner city kids how to ride horseback. And though we lived super remote, like it was 35 minutes to the elementary school that I went to, um, I wasn't hunting, like we weren't hunting on the weekends, um, but we were working horses and we were clearing trail and we were um, living an outdoor lifestyle. But as far as the hunting aspect of it goes, that didn't come along until um, high school. And, and my dad had shot one deer growing up and that's all he ever shot. Uh, and it was when I was really young. And um, so what was kind of cool is as I started to get into hunting, I was getting into it with my dad, um, which um, 
like I said, it wasn't like he brought me up to be some tough hunter. Now he instilled those, um, like he instilled that in me and that mindset in me, but he didn't, we learned those uh, skills and techniques together uh, as I got older. Um, but like I said, you know, we, we, uh, I grew up very rural, um, all diesel generator or solar panel, um, solar power. And, uh, yeah, it was just, you know, how I kind of started hunting was just because I was already out there and already living that lifestyle every day. Um, you know, the outdoors being rural, living outside, um, it was just kind of natural to segue into hunting, you know. Tell and, me about those values that, tell me about a hunter's mindset. Why don't we start there? Start, talk to me, you know, people have this perception about hunters and they look at you, they may not see a hunter. Tell me about that mindset. My mindset as a hunter is um, 100% uh, passion driven. It's, it's, uh, for, for me, my mindset as a hunter is I need it. I think it's the most basic and most, uh, instinctual part of the human body. Like it's genetic, it's historic, it's been doing it for thousands of years and um, for me you can do your work and you can do your business and you can um, find things you enjoy um, but hunting for me is at the core of what my body needs so I can um, go and, and have hobbies and be with friends and do all this other stuff but when I need fed um, when I need to do something that my body needs and what my body was meant to do, um, that is what where I turn to hunting and that's what hunting is for me. And for me, doing, being in the outdoors and doing this for a living and doing it every day, day in and day out, um, realistically, I get to do what I feel like, you know, humans in general is, and me and, uh, gets to do what our body was made for, you know, which is um, hunting. Like, it's the most prehistoric thing that humans can do, you know. I don't, I don't know if that's the right answer to that question. Um, it's a good answer. I, I don't even know if I got sidetracked there, but. No, it's a good answer. It's, it's a heart, it's, a, it's an answer from the heart, mm. you know. D tell me, you know, You've got you've got this side of you that is horses and livestock and you know you understand rangelands and you understand management. Mm -hmm. Talk about that, but then I want you to transition that into the same mindset of managing animals, right? Hunting animals. We don't just wipe them out. It's this managed thing that you get to partake in, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were given, 
um, I don't want to go too deep on this. I just want to talk from the heart. I was going to go pretty, pretty. Uh, Do whatever you need to. Yeah. Um, no, so both when you come to training animals and, and taking care of them and pets and everything else, we are caretakers of the animals that are placed on the earth. And with how that looks in, in normal everyday life, you know, we take care of our animals, we take care of our horses, and we take care of our livestock, and we put them in green pastures. It's, it's the whole mindset behind organic meat and treating everything right because we're the caretakers of it. But when you segue that into hunting, it's no different. Um, there's a management aspect of hunting, or not even an aspect, you know, hunting is management and hunting is conservation. And w w oh. give me a sec here, because I, I really have to uh, mean it. And I have to say what I believe here. Speak from the heart. Yeah. It's okay. The, um, you know, every day when you wake up, you want to make sure what you're doing is right. And as long as every day you wake up and you're doing the right thing, you know that more or less you're going to be better off and the world's going to be better off tomorrow than it was today. And when it comes to integrating hunting into that, it's, it, it <laughs> the word hunting is throwing me off because hunting is a, is more of a passion built. It's uh, the, the act of hunting. And when I say the word hunting, the act of hunting is a, the act of us going out and pursuing wildlife and the feeling of um, pursuit and knowledge and understanding of wildlife and understanding of nature and understanding uh, weather patterns and animal patterns and how we do that. Now, in doing hunting and in pursuing game, there's a management side of it and it the management side isn't necessarily hunting because hunting is the act of pursuit. And so, but to have the ability to have hunting and to go pursue wildlife, we have to have management. And that management comes from um, a long line of history lessons and a long line of biologists and professionals that that figured out um, kind of what is best for our future in wildlife. Now, it comes back to the word conservation. You know, people, you hear this a lot, hunting is conservation. Now, what that breaks down into my head is, you know, the pursuit of our wildlife is to aid the wildlife. And then, and then how can you kind of... Uh, put that into, um, I mean, what that looks like. I, I always think of conservation kind of like a helicopter um, or, um, I mean, I guess a helicopter, not a lot of people fly a helicopter, but 
uh, it'd be like balancing a pen, you know, on your hand. You know, you turn your hand this way and it, it starts to teeter this way and then you you turn your hand back the other way and, and it's, you know, balancing isn't an action, it's always a reaction to the previous action and, and that's a huge, that's what conservation is, is because, you know, um, we're here as humans and we're here affecting affecting the environment in absolutely every way and so hunting is one of the things that is a reaction uh, to uh, an action um, and that's I think that's more of the conservation tool that hunting is um, going deeper than just a financial um, aid in conservation projects but um, give you like a really on the grounds kind of like analogy or whatever, not an analogy, but an example would be, you know, okay, let's, let's, you know, pull back some, uh, let's pull back some pig hunting in this part of California. And they pull that back and then the pigs overwhelm it and then they up the tags. Well, once you up the tags and now we're hunting 15, 20 pigs rather than five, you know, it's more opportunity to then pursue the wildlife and hunt and so it's kind of, and it's needed, you know, as a tool for conservation to then um, react to previous actions and previous changes, um, both environmentally and with the expansion of urbanization and everything else. But uh, somebody said to you, you're just a killer, Jake. You're not a hunter. What's the difference? The difference is, is it, the difference between a killer and a hunter, um, and it's not necessarily that I'm driven by nature and driven by passion or anything like that uh, to be in the wild. Um, it's 100% the understanding of the process in doing it and understanding um, that God put the game on the earth for our aid uh, you know um, just like Genesis 9 3 says um, he gave us all the animals as food and nourishment to our bodies and just like the green grass and the plants everything is for us um, as a gift from him to us and so that coming back um, to it's the most hunting um, as well as being a modern tool for conservation and aiding um, current forward progress. It also is instinctually in us um, to, to, to simply harvest it for meat and there's a disconnect um, and I, I don't know if the disconnect or what it is is the difference in when and and it's really interesting and it's almost a challenge for people who have never done it or um, may not agree with hunting uh, it's in every person the the feeling when 
you you have an animal and you love it and and i can i can be in the mountains and i could be up here looking at bighorn sheep or or wherever looking at deer or elk or anything and i love those animals and and i, I love them more than anything i spend all of my excess money in in conservation projects and i spend my time and my mind on trying to help them and trying to make a better future for them but when it comes time for that animal to be meat, there is something instinctual and something so pure and like what our bodies are tuned into that. And the second it turns into meat in your head and you're pursuing game um, to harvest, it's, it's in our blood that that disconnect changes it from like an animal to something we're then doing and and the killer mindset would be just going and doing that mindlessly to end that thing's life but when it's for meat and and for it's when it's for meat your body and your mind it it goes back to something way deeper than i can even understand or even vocalize that is at the core and the essence of human behavior and it's why we're here. It's how we've been able to survive. Uh, it's written in a book. You know, if you don't believe in the Bible, it was still written thousands of years ago. And, and you know, thousands of years ago, uh, people still felt the same. And, and, it's, and it's wired in us. And it, and it allows us to love animals and to fight for them and to work for them. Um, but also, you know, maybe the same day, maybe 10 minutes apart, be able to take an animal's life and feel good about it. It's it's a human it's it's human instinct, and I, I challenge anybody who's um, who struggles with the idea of killing an animal um, or doing anything like that. You know, it it's natural. It's in you. Um, you know, and, and it's uh, it's in every person doesn't matter how big of a heart you have or anything else the reason you're here today is because our ancestors and it's in our genetics and our blood as hunters you know um you know like i said pursuing game is the most real thing you could possibly ever do with human behavior you know that, see it's a, it's amazing every time we do this there's a trigger. There's something that's, you just need to get stuff out of you. Yeah. And yeah. that's what you got out of you in the first 15 minutes. Yeah. And we found that Bible verse. Yeah. And that. And then all of a sudden the ums disappeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like, okay, this now I'm going to tell you what why, this is. This is why. This is why we're sitting on a Yeti in a little rock cave. Yeah. Out in the middle of this place you love. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, to me, that last piece was money. That last piece is why we came here, mm -hmm. you know? Um, it's hard to vocalize it, right? It's really hard to vocalize it when you're not um, being the one to... Like, I can vocalize it really well, um, or, like, it's really easy for me to orchestrate and, like, tailor-make a conversation for somebody who's standing in front of me who I'm talking to and like saying 
you know, this is why I hunt and this is what your feeling would be while you do it. But, yeah, I feel like that uh, it's not that way when you're not around those people. But. So is there anything that you want us, that you thought that you wanted to cover, like in thinking through some parts of you, maybe like how you... You want to talk a little bit more about how you were raised? And well, you know, um, what's interesting, it, I don't even know if this, uh, so first off, I'll explain something. I'm just, very, just I'm very bad at, uh, this is me talking to you guys, but um, I'm very bad at getting, um, for understanding um, a lot of mass people, like a bigger demographic of like, sometimes reaching them is a lot more basic than my mind is thinking it is. Mm -hmm. You know, like sometimes what needs to be said is hunting is conservation. Mm -hmm. But when I want to break down the word hunting and conservation and, and just frickin' dissect it, that's not always the best way to do it. Sometimes the cheesiest, easiest, simplest stuff is what's best. And I'm not good at the cheesiest, simplest. Like that's why none of my hunting pictures have watermarks on them of my business. I just, I think that that's not what this is about, not what hunting is about and not what outfitting is about. Because when I'm outfitting somebody, it's about their hunt and it's about their experience and it has nothing to do with my business. And so to put a watermark on it is a joke to me, but the guys who put watermarks on their pictures get 10,000 followers like that because everybody sees who did it. But to me, that's not what it's about, right? And so... What's it about? Like, my business is taking people hunting. And that's so fortunate and blessed that that's what I get to do. But that's all I do. And I'm not a marketer. I'm not pumping tires that don't need to be pumped. Like if you go on to our social media page or if you follow me at all, it's a hundred percent about what was accomplished by the people that allowed us to help them accomplish it. So if a hunter comes out with me and shoots the biggest sheep ever, um, let's just take Jason for instance, you know, Jason came out, um, Jason Harrison came out and we shot the biggest ram ever. And it wasn't about me now going and telling everybody that I killed the biggest ram ever with Jason and it was, you know, so-and-so and we're such-and-so badasses. Like, it was 100% what Jason had accomplished, what was done, the work that was put into it. And above everything else, like, the, the story and what it did to my life and how it transformed us, we, it was way out of my ability and way out of Jason's ability. And so it was all God. And so why should I go and then try and claim anything from that? You know, why, why would I ever put a watermark on a picture or make sure that every, everything that went out said my business name on it or my name on it or Jason's name on it? You know, when none of that glory was supposed to come back to me, it was all God's. Because I, I, I mean, it's a wild animal in a big place. And 
a lot went into it and a lot of people were involved and um, so like when it when we killed that ram uh, I put the Bible verse that explained the whole hunt you know um, one Bible verse will tell everybody the entire story you know and that's and that's how that ram needed to be notarized you know that's how that ram needed to be displayed I guess you know and how that hunt was but that's what it that's what it's about for me and and the fact that I still have an outfit without um, doing the generic outfitting stuff is beyond me you know I get a hard time about it and um, but we just it's about the people and their experiences while we're hunting so going down that track, talk about the people and the relationships and because you talked to me earlier about, you know, the guy that you're about, you know, the guy that you're going to buy this tag for. Yeah. You know, I'm very fortunate to be um, involved in people's highest, highest moments and their lowest moments. And most of the time, I'll get a couple of both of those on any given hunt. And so when you take somebody and uh, you push them beyond what they can do physically um, and then you push them a little bit emotionally and you've pushed them financially uh, and, you've, and you've pushed the limits of what they can afford as far as time goes and then as far as their bodies can go and then you're testing their patience and everything else. You're testing these people and you're pushing them further than what they've ever really been pushed a lot of times. And, and, uh, and if they've been pushed further than that, it was a very memorable time in their life. Now, I'm with them through that, and I'm essentially their life coach and their um, partner in getting through it. And I'm struggling right there next to them, and they see that. And uh, so what I'm fortunate to get out of that is lifelong relationships and bonds and incredible connections with the people that I get to hunt with and so now I go home and I'm looking at a world of hunters and marketing and all this other stuff and I'm going how how am I gonna market or how am I gonna sell a hunt for, for that ram with that guy when it when it was his and it was ours and it was a challenge and it was so many different things it wasn't a product that then I can go and resell and so those, for me, it's all about those relationships that I have with the hunters. And, and if I can realistically just, all I do is just keep doing it, you know, um, just keep going out and pushing myself and the hunters as hard as possible and uh, experiencing those things with them and those emotional bonds that we get while hunting, you know, you, uh, you take, you, you take somebody outside their element, you take them and you push them harder than they've ever been pushed and you're testing their mind and you're, you're testing their body and you're doing all this. And then at the end of the day, it's, you're shooting an animal and you're harvesting it, which is at the core of human behavior so your reward for working hard and pushing yourself 
and being mentally driven is at the core of human behavior and it's the most real thing that we get to experience next to love and family. You know, it's a whole different kind of reward. You know, the last time that somebody was pushed like that was when they, their business was struggling or they were struggling with life or anything else and the end result to that was getting past it or getting a financial benefit, something like that. But when your reward is um, simply the fuel of life, meat, right? It's a crazy, it's a crazy, almost revolutionary thing that happens in your body when that happens. So, Jake, why is the Blood Origins Project important to the hunting community? It's good in understanding um, what's inside of us and our passion that drives us. And, and also I think it's huge to understand other people's passions and, and see how it all correlates. Um, everybody has their own story, but it all comes back to hunting and that we're here and we're doing it and that message needs to get out because a lot of people don't realize what's inside of us um, because it's in everybody and it just takes different circumstances to draw it out and understanding other people's stories might help you understand um, a reason to do it and a, and a reason to strive to be better at doing so. Great, thanks. Jake, why is it fun to hunt? Why is it fun to hunt? Can you ask that one more time? Why is it fun to hunt? Why does it put a smile on your face? Because you're here and you're doing it. And uh, you experience new things every time and, and new adventures. Uh, it's adventurous. It's it's the last great adventure you're learning. Um, learning in general makes me smile, but when you can learn through experience and in nature, that's fun. And and uh, also, if you're an adrenaline junkie, it's super handy to be a hunter because for whatever reason, it wires you up, and that is fun. Why do you hunt? I hunt because it I hunt because for me, it's the ultimate freedom. Uh, there's nothing holding me back. There's no restrictions on what you're able to accomplish. You know, it, the harder you work is, is the better you're going to do. The more you understand is the better you're going to do. And it's you and the mountain and the animal. Um, there's not a, to me, there's not a more soul seeking and more pure time in my life than putting a backpack on and being confident in myself and setting out somewhere with a mission in mind and having no time frame on that. You know, it could take two hours, it could take two weeks. And that understanding and being confident in yourself and in your abilities and to be out in nature and in God's country and to clear your mind and have no time frame on anything and be doing what our bodies are made for, 
right? I mean, it's, there's no more refreshing and clearing of the mind than that. It, why I hunt is because it's the most f freeing feeling there is to me, you know? There is no better feeling than having a lighter and a knife in no time frame, you know? That's, that's why I do it, and that's why I, I run to it, and that's why when everything else is struggling, I open the Bible and go out in the mountains. Like, it's, there's those two things. It doesn't matter what's going on in my life. Those will free me. So hunting is the ultimate freedom for me. Awesome. You can take as much time as you want on this question. Mm -hmm. What did Jason Hairston mean to you? Jason meant a lot to a lot of people. Um, what he meant to me was a driven person. Um, if you didn't understand drive and you met Jason, you understood drive. Um, just the definition of driven is what he meant to me and he was a friend uh, he was a confidence builder in me um, I, I don't I don't put I try not to push myself and to um, promote myself at all and Jason didn't care about any of that he just looked at you for who you were and if you were somebody he wanted to be associated with, he associated himself with you. And that uh, says something for somebody who's busy and um, he believes in people. He believed in me and I appreciated that a lot. And, uh, and now his, you know, in his absence now, you know, I found everybody that he was involved with you know, even in his passing, um, his belief in somebody carries on through those people, you know. Um, he, be he believed in me, and that, you know, that's, you know, if you've ever had somebody actually believe in you outside your parents, that's a, that's a really rewarding feeling. And that's what Jason was to me, was Every time I thought about Jason or we hung out with Jason, it was incredible to me how much he believed in me. And that's a huge, that'll be missed for sure. My name is Jake Franklin. I'm a God-fearing man, a dad, and an outfitter. Everyone has their own story. This is mine. It's in the blood. Well, that's it for today. I appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting.